Alicia Evans is Western Bay of Plenty local democracy reporter based in Tauranga with Sun Live. Morena, Alicia. Morena. Uh, shall we just touch briefly on the court story that, that RNZ was reporting earlier? You've probably spent a bit of time uh, and perhaps not as much time in Tauranga's um, uh, courts, the, the High Court in particular, having to relocate so often to Rotorua to sit. Uh, or it's cases being moved to Rotorua to sit. Is this something you've been listening to for a long time? Uh, yes, as far as I've been um, at Sun Live for about four years, and the majority of High Court cases that I recall are um, mainly held in uh, Rotorua or Hamilton from what. I know. I don't spend a lot of yeah. time doing court reporting, but the ones that I'm aware of are mainly held in Rotorua, yes. Uh, we were going to suggest it's perhaps more signs of growth, uh, growing pains for Tauranga, but actually this is universal. It's up and down the country, uh, and uh, the, the, the official documents we have themselves refer to just years of underspending. So uh, more stress uh, on people working in the justice system in your neck of the woods. Let's go to the other end of the... Um, uh, the scale, I guess, which is parking charges. And is this a fight that's continuing, uh, as it is in many places? Are, are the charges on the rise downtown? Yes, so it's actually, um, they're looking at putting them in downtown Mount Monganui, and they currently don't have parking. Um, so it's you know a nice little retail area. You've got great cafes, bars. It's a really popular weekend and tourist spot. And um, they're actually looking at not just putting parking charges in the shop area, but also along the beachfront and harbour, which um, people have said they think it could kill them out. And um, they're quite worried about the fact that it'll um, be really tough. Businesses have told me that it'll be really tough on them. They're already struggling. You know, we've got the recession. Businesses are sort of looking at... I think retail's about 50% down across the country, so they're already doing it really tough and they're quite worried that these parking charges may be introduced. Um, the council have said they're consulting on them and they're going to do that towards the end of this year, but if they were to put charges in, it would be for the 2024 tourist season, which is quite a concern for businesses and locals as well. So there's never been paid parking there. Is there a, is there a demand management issue or is it revenue-driven, or, you know, is anything clear? Yeah. So they, the council haven't they've been particularly clear. They have said it's to increase turnover and stop overstaying. So there are um, current time limits on about, I think there's about two, around 2,000 parks, and 83% of those don't have a time limit. Um, but the ones downtown, they've got an hour limit on them, and then some of those surrounding streets, I think it's a couple of hours. But they're also, from what I gather, not um, monitored or fined. So one retailer or business owner sort of said, hey, why don't you just monitor them rather than yeah. flat parking charges on them and see how that goes first. Your street pole, straw pole, was no thanks, was it? Pretty much, yeah. Everyone sort of said, no, we don't want this. It's a case of... Um, already made it difficult and frustrating when people head to Tauranga, the CBD here, we've got parking charges here that they've reintroduced and they don't want that for their little village. What's happening uh, with uh, an integral Tauranga historic village building? Uh, that is what? Needing some money for a fix-up? Yes, so the council they um, started upgrades on it in December last year, they were going to upgrade like the kitchen and the toilet facilities and things like that 
And in April this year, after ripping off the wall linings, they've actually discovered that it has some quite um, extensive structural issues. So it's kind of got discontinuous studs, it's missing boundary joists around the floors for structural support. And um, it needs another $3.4 million to fix it, which brings the total up to about 7.2 for this one building in the historic village. Um, so the council have approved that funding because it's an integral building there, as you've said, and it, um, it needs to be corrected before they can continue with the upgrade. What's its history? Yes, yeah, so it's actually quite interesting. It was um, The historic village is on 17th Avenue Tauranga, and it's a mix of sort of original historic buildings and replicas. So they've all been, it opened in the 70s and they kind of, this group got together and they decided that they wanted to make this historic village. And so they brought in some original buildings and this building's actually a replica building. So it was built in the 1980s by volunteer tradespeople and um, obviously before there was a building code and regulations. And I think that's sort of where those issues have stemmed from that need to be remediated before it can be reused. What is happening with a reduction in specialist teachers that uh, has caused an outcry? Yes, so they're resources teachers of learning and behaviour. And these are teachers, they're specialist teachers. They actually do their teaching degrees and then do another two-year study on top of that. And that um, they aren't, some of them are based in schools and in Tauranga they've actually got their own offices, about 67 of them. And they, the Ministry of Education, because of the way that they do the ratios for these teachers, um, they've said that 30, plus, 30 of the country's 40 clusters could actually lose teachers. And these, um, that, it's quite a tricky title, I guess, resource teachers, learning and behaviour, but it is essentially what they do. So they will go in if there's a student that's sort of struggling with some learning difficulties, behavioural problems. These teachers will go in and they'll work with the family their classroom teacher and they'll come up with a plan and support and help this child so that they get a much better learning experience. And so one of the resource teachers that I spoke to, um, Nick Smith, she said that it would be, they're like the cavalry. They kind of come in and they really help these kids to thrive. And so she said it would be um, shockingly irresponsible to reduce their numbers. She was really concerned that so many schools may be Losing these teachers, like 30 out of 40 clusters is quite a lot. Um, and she said, you know, there's some teachers that are sort of partway through their studies, their postgrad studies, and they may lose their jobs. Uh, will anything turn it around? Um, well, the Ministry have said that they are advising, It's based, they're basing it off July's role, so there could be changes from what they indicated in May. Um, but... At this stage, because of the ratios and the way it's worked out, if the ratios to students to teachers aren't needed, then I think there will be some job cuts. Okay. Now, the Tauranga Art Gallery, like many institutions, it too will be having its financial pressures. It does indeed. Um, They finished their financial year about $200,000 in deficit. And um, they're actually going to be... Closing for a year, they're going to be doing some renovations. They're switching the entrance. So they're sort of based right in the centre of town, um, near where the civic precinct, Tamanuataki or Tapapi, Tapapa, sorry, that we've talked about previously. Um, so they're actually going to change the entrance to face onto the park where Tamanuataki or Tapapa will be. Um, and the commissioners have asked them if they would consider sort of charging maybe tourists 
from other parts of New Zealand and international tourists admission for the gallery to help with those funding pressures that they're facing. And um, the gallery's director, Sonia Korahina, she started back in March. She's quite newly appointed. She said that over the next year, it's something that they were, would look at and work towards while um, the gallery is closed for renovations. Alicia, thank you very much. Uh, that is Alicia Evans, who is Western Bay of Plenty local democracy reporter based in Tauranga.